0: You're listening to the Real Estate Radio Hour, the show that brings you unfiltered stories and insight from the Twin Cities real estate world with your hosts, Chris Rooney, broker at REMAX Preferred, and Andy Presky, leader of the Preferred Home Team at Remax
1: Advantage Plus.
2: Let's go.
1: My screen is frozen,
0: sorry. He's a a meme or a mime. What the hell are you? What's up, fellas? (laughs) Where's your voice, Andrew?
1: Uh, It was left at the uh, casino last night.
0: Oh, which casino? Uh,
1: We were down at the uh, gigantic, oh, my God, is that place huge, Mystic Lake.
0: Isn't it something? We, we
1: We were down in the Waconia room. So any of you that have been there, the event, like their new, like, I don't know, convention center or whatever it is. Yeah. Boy, that's nice. It's big. It's
0: amazing. That whole that whole joint is we I went there. Um gosh, the other night my wife, she's like, Hey, do you want to go to uh Mystic for a show? And I'm like, What is it? And it's dancing with the stars. And I actually agreed to it. And I'm like, I mean, just trying to get some points, you know. And yeah. um oh my god. <laughs> It was actually really good. I couldn't believe it.
1: I bet. I was stunned. Well, when you when you have really good dancers, it's always impressive. It's it's the ones that are almost good that frustrate everybody else because everybody's almost good.
0: Yeah. Right. That Schumpert, that Schumpert was on it. I guess he won it or something. Mm-hmm. And he's uh he played for the New York Knicks and stuff. Eon Iman Schumpert, but uh he was he was pretty good, pretty good laughs. So it was good. Yeah, yeah
1: no that was good. Yeah, i was i was fairly impressed with the whole facility it was uh i've been down there in years
0: so a remax thing it must have been little awards night yeah oh wow did you get anything pretty
1: uh i uh, got these ear cleaners <laughs> so <nice. laughs> no they, yeah they uh i got this one for i got this one for participation um, nice for showing up the most.
0: everyone got a trophy
1: yeah yeah and then everyone got one of these
0: yeah <laughs> uh, at least you you have two years so that works out well
1: but the funniest was after about three hours after we're just hanging out with the johnny holmes band cranking and having fun and and i have somebody come up to me and we're wearing these medallions that we won and he goes you're the only d-bag still wearing his medallion <laughs>
0: You're probably the only we, sober you're probably the, only, really, yeah, sober.
1: True. the only, only sober guy there walking around with a lime in my water tricking everybody.
2: Totally hey, do you guys do you guys want an update on the possible World War Three or or what? Talking about all this fun stuff. There's some serious things going on, you know, right across the border over here. Yeah, you must can
1: you hear any anything from your apartment there or
2: no, and honestly, nobody's acting much different here. I think that might be the the Polish way because they've seen a lot, done a lot, but ukraine i mean it's they russia's got basically all of ukraine right now so it's interesting there was a b-52 uh american bomber that was flying nearby my city because i'm right on the border with belarus and belarus is with russia and a lot of the russian troops came from belarus into ukraine so it's uh shaking up over here europe is kind of on watch Um,
0: it's gonna be interesting
1: they must have an election coming up where Putin thinks he's not gonna elect himself again or something. I have to show that I'm tough and rough and I will take over every country the world. Neat. Why don't you uh, go ride your shirt your uh, horse shirtless again, you freak.
0: I'll see what we'll see is uh we're gonna have a little gas gas little hike here too, I'm sure.
1: Oh of course. How Why much is
0: gas? I got an electric car, you know. And uh but I, I drove pie and I saw it at 349. Somewhere. I mean, that's getting higher. Oh, yeah. isn't it?
1: You wait till I start charging you per volt. You're going to, you're going to be a
0: like, damn should go back to diesel. I've got, I have diesel. Remember
1: you? Yeah, it's right. You got to drive, next, you gotta drive whatever week. the farmers drive. Cause they always take care of the farmers. So
0: Yep. next week I'm going to be live from the sprinter.
1: I'm, cool. I'm excited to see that. Oh. looks like a beautiful vehicle.
0: Yeah. It's kind of fun. I got to yeah. It's it's not as big as I thought it was going to be, but um, it's pretty it's pretty nice. I went and got a a sim card for the, the router, so then I have internet
1: the whole time. I don't have to worry about anything.
2: Nice.
1: We've got yeah. So well. How do they do that? Then do they put some kind of a dome or something on top of it for you to capture cell phone? I don't know. There's
0: something up there.
2: Hmm.
0: I don't. I'm not. I'm not very good at that. I just. You I just I want them. it. Just, it's just there. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Like the one guy saying, well, if you want this or that, I'm like, just, I'm not doing that. I mean, just put it, put it on because yeah. I can't do anything. Anything that's complicated, it has to be like, because I, I've had RVs in the past and yeah, I mean, I would use them and nothing would work. And then I'd borrow them to people and everything is perfect. And I was just like, yeah. whatever, brutal. I, I tell you, I've
1: always, I've literally always wanted one, except, you know, the ones that I want. I want the old vintage Winnebago's with the the brave with the big W on the side, the square ones. Yeah, I grew up playing with a, uh, a Tonka, um, you know, version, you know, that you could run around with it month, until you trip and you'd fly over the handlebars kind of a thing. Um, but that was always kind of a, in the back of my head. And then I go, I'll buy one for deer hunting. So I started shopping, um, you know, RVs and, you can't find them and if you can find them they're totally remodeled and they're 100 grand and i'm like ah that's a lot of money for deer hunting
0: i'll tell you what andy if there's i i the one thing i've been doing is looking on youtube and just trying to see like different cool parts all over the um united states yeah. and in, in doing that I've, I've gone on youtube and i watch things and then i fall asleep and then i wake up at 3 a.m it's still on so i watch it and whatever but i'm telling you what for if we we're kind of going around about to get to real estate, but if there's someone out there that's got some land and um, wants to make a little money or do something kind of on the side and get extra money, there's, there's this thing called boondocking. I don't know if you've heard of that, but basically that you can put your land or your place online and then people come there and can stay and they can stay overnight. And typically you have some sort of service and then they they, patronize Mm it. And or I mean, you can get them to pay a little as well. But it's a way in which to um, I don't know, it's very interesting. And it's, it's unbelievable, basically, basically
1: an illegal RV park.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. So just saying a good way to make
1: money. Yeah, I bet. But real estate market, what do you think? Well, so I just talked to about 300 of my closest real estate buddies last night, yeah, and uh, everybody's kind of having the same consensus. There's a lot of pent up, you know, business coming. That it's it's probably one of the slowest springs we've seen in in our recent you know history of where people want to do something, but now like with the stuff in the Ukraine and the whatever, and I'm sure the market's a little crazy. People kind of hold off a little bit. And what's happening is we're just, you know, I mean, I'm talking like every agent I talked to, they said every buyer they have, I mean, anywhere from a 300000 up to a million and a half is struggling to find a property because yeah. um, there just isn't anything out there to bid on, let alone, you know, settling versus actually purchasing your dream home. Um, and then the, a lot of times they're just holding back because they don't know where they're going necessarily yet. Um, and so there's kind of a stall. And, and, and I'm seeing you know at least I've seen, and I'm talking we had agents all the way from you know Brainerd all the way down through you know southern Minnesota at this event and they're saying pretty much the same thing
0: yeah and it is it's very true. I mean I could have added to that conversation uh, it's exactly what it is and I'll tell you where what I've been seeing lately um, and I hadn't seen it the whole time during this whole pandemic, but is appraisal issues. Yeah. The appraisers are getting just weird and uh, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. everyone we're struggling with and um, we haven't, we haven't failed yet. We've gotten them all to where they're, they need to be, but right. it's been, I mean, it's been just a, it's a cluster. And I mean, and then a lot of these have other homes connected to them. So <laughs> if, if one goes down and you don't have enough appraisal protection, I had, I mean, I had one that was 130,000 under, dang wow yeah. and typically you'll five f- five to twenty thousand but we had a hundred and thirty and we were able to get it to uh what we needed to get it to and sure. it was just it was an understanding someone didn't understand like lakeshore and how it works and um lake access versus lakefront versus deeded mm-hmm. access versus having a slip and not having a slip um, guarantee of a slip, having a lake lot, not having a lake lot. I mean, a lot of things kind of go into it, and uh, I'm just I, I'm thankful that they actually listened to it to be able to kind of learn because it's going to help. It's going to help everyone at that point. Yeah. So,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, but interesting, very interesting market. Still, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to get something on the market, you you very well should because it's very yeah. good.
2: Hi guys, um, it's Steve Jobs' birthday, so we're gonna talk about innovating, innovation, and uh, I would like to hear your guys' thoughts on, you know, your career and the real estate innovation that's happened in the last couple of years and what you like about it, what you're excited about it.
0: Well, last couple years or last couple thirty-two years, which one?
2: More recent, but you can say a couple from
1: from the start of your career uh chris can we keep it to this decade please we uh
0: i well what if it's kind of like that realtor alzheimer thing i i short-term memory's gone but i boy i remember that old stuff really really well
2: yeah
0: um boy i'll tell you i i think there's been a a ton of innovation from a, a marketing standpoint that uh that we have available to us it used to be on the mls i mean we had 200 or 250 words to be able to kind of get um, the feel for that house out there and add some add some measurements and um, some stats, but now we're able to you know take a house and let's just say it's a, a six bedroom house and you actually have a kitchen in the lower level, and we would have to make a decision on how we wanted to market that place, uh, you know, to be that hey this is a great big family home and you can enjoy it and you're in a good neighborhood, but you know, now there's opportunities for multi-generational people, or it might be a, a group home and you have the ability in which to be able to market that now through social media. And that's something that we just never had before. And I think that makes a, made a big difference on, on how we get things out there.
1: I agree. I think that the access for the consumer to information is probably the, one of the best Innovations on uh, whatever platform you choose to to hunt for that information but the um what it also does is it makes people um, have a false sense of uh, an education and what what a lot of the apps and a lot of this information does is provide you the information but a lot of people don't know how to properly accommodate that information or what to do with it and and so I, I you know there's a there's always that rogue you know I'm gonna go do this on my own and they try and they um and it's not that our business isn't that hard to figure out. The problem with our business is, is that the ball keeps moving. Negotiating keeps changing. The way people are buying and selling and making offers is different this week than it was a month ago. So like when I, I hear people say, well, you know, hey, my brother sold his own house. And I said, well, cool. I said, so was that last week or the week before? Well, no, it was two years ago. And I go, different market, man. And, and I'm telling you, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'll write it up for, you know, a small percent, if you guys find your own buyer and do your own thing, because if you don't need, that's what's interesting about innovation. Innovation, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's designed to replace. I think it's better as an enhancement tool, right? So you're getting better service as a consumer. You're getting, you know, better photography. You're getting more attention. You're getting, in theory, better marketing, better representation. And then the offers are coming in better now than ever. And jokingly, I I, every once in a while entertain myself on watching a little bit of South park. Okay. on comedy central horrible show, but funny. And they had a whole show on real estate agents and they were so frustrated. All these, they're like, they're literally like, Oh my God. They go, these real estate agents are finally doing their jobs and the market's going crazy. It's like, look, look what they're getting for these houses. And they were, they were showing these agents like, and you go, Oh my God, that, that agent does video. (gasps) Oh, I go, we better do a new headshot. And then they do new headshots and they still can't compete. And oh my goodness. It, the idea there is, is that we're in a prehistoric industry that feels like it's protected and it's hidden. And it's really not. I mean, it's just like anything else. I mean, you you can do your own dermatology work at home if you want to, or you can hire, you know, a dermatologist, or you can go to a, you know, a skin correction person and all three levels probably would get whatever done you want to do. But the idea there is is what level of service do you need? And so what I think is cool about the newest innovations is that it's making really the highlight be on the individual agent's value as an agent with negotiating, putting you in the right place at the right time, and and, and the smoothness of the transaction. And that's exposing a lot of agents that are a little rusty or maybe need a little more training.
0: Yeah, I think it is interesting. Uh, a question I always bring up um, during listing appointments and or buyer appointments is what makes... What makes me different than everyone else? And what is it that I can bring to you of, of value? And I, I think that's something every person should ask uh, someone that they're getting services from. Because there is a lot of innovative stuff that it's fluff. You know, you add this on and, you know, oh, I'm going to watch the MLS. Well, we all, we all have that. You know, oh, I'm going to be able to give you up-to-date stat. Well, we all have that. You know we have we have all these things but what is it that makes you different and uh in, in the marketplace and what's gonna make what's gonna make me get more money for my house or yeah. you know or protect me
1: i i can tell you what makes you different the fact me? that you are so, like last night was a perfect example you know again 300 of my closest real estate agents and people are still asking me about you people know you you're well respected you know, when Chris Rooney says something, people actually listen. You bet. Yes, I swear to you. I'm not, I'm not saying that just because uh, we're on a podcast together. I'm saying it. It's the truth. Yeah. So whenever we mom? were talking about you No, know, it's true. I'm, I'm giving you a nice compliment here. And in, you're very well respected amongst other agents. And so what happens is that those clients that are out there that are working with real estate agents, they actually go, oh, cool. We're working with Chris. Right. It, it makes a difference it the yeah. transactions go smoother people know what to expect when they do business with you they know that they're not gonna be able to pull any shenanigans you know what i mean so they they go in almost with the clean offer right away and say here's where we're at chris can we get the deal done and they go yep yeah
0: well i, I appreciate that uh...
1: well they said i could have 30 seconds on the show for a quick ad andy Prasky, remax advantage plus andy at com. if you want to email us Here's the thing, 22 years in the business, over 1,400 sales, I'd like to help you with your real estate needs. If that's buying, if that's selling, if that's building, whatever it is, give us a call, send us an email, let's get you started on your real estate journey, I'd like to help you on the way, uh, lots of experience here, and I uh, would like to put it to work for you. Andy Prasky, REMAX Advantage Plus, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> I thought we were oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did these get in the way? I'm sorry. Um I thought like, we were talking about
0: me. How did
1: that I happen? I, I, mean, I was like, that was a quick segue. Jeez,
0: I
2: guess Nick wants to keep us moving.
0: Yeah, he did. He didn't want me to get too much pub there. Wow.
2: All right, what's Hi this? guys, so you brought up you brought up MLS. Um let's hit on that. How has that um innovated over the years?
0: Oh, wow. Um <laughs> You know, Nick, we used to, I mean, of course, I'm going to go back, way back, just so we can kind of give it quick. But we used to get a book once a month that had the listings in it. And that was our multiple listing service. And then we used to get that book still once a month that had all the listings in it. But then they updated it where we'd get a weekly book. And so all the new listings would be in that. Then pretty soon it got onto a dot matrix uh, computer where we are able to find these listings online and then it's just in, innovated. And literally this week, our MLS changed again. And so now I have, have you searched yet, Andy on it?
1: Yeah, we are um, oh, weird. Yeah. Setting up the new searches. And then I yeah. actually have a couple searches set up for myself. And so um, I, I like it though. It's more app feel to the, for the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you send out your, here's what's for sale, you feel like you're in an app. Um, which I liked, you know, cause that, you know, click here, book this, right. Set up a showing here. Um, very, very easy and consumer friendly. But again, I say this almost every week, if they don't show their value, they're going to go away. They, they, I mean, information's one thing, but how hard would it be for you, Chris and I to say, Hey, every, I, well, now we open up the, the real estate world website and we say, Hey, we'll pay you $5 to put your listings on our website. You'd have every listing in the country on your website within three seconds, you know, or whatever. And all of a sudden now you can sell ads on that website and you can do whatever. So, you know, this whole idea that, oh, it's all streamlined and innovative, it doesn't have to be. It can be really simple. It can be a templated format and it could be on somebody's website in two seconds. So what the MLS is, they've got good relationships with the associations. The associations are the ones that hold everybody to the code of ethics, self-police the industry, And really keep the government essentially out of the real estate industry because, you know, our our industry does a good job of policing itself. But again, it's about information to the consumer. And right now, I think that that's their next focus should be is how do they get um, to the consumer the way all these apps have? Because these apps have people confused. I mean, a lot of them, you know, because they don't they don't want to go to somebody that will sell them. And I understand that. But where can people go to get good information about real estate or about the value of their home? or whatever, without having to be sold like Zillow does. Zillow sells your name, guys. Zillow sells you as a lead, guys. Zillow takes a percentage of every sale when you buy from that agent, you know, a lot of times on a lot of their programs. So they're they're trying to get you hooked on them. Of course they are, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're okay with that, then God bless you. You know, you want to deal with some of the newest, uh, you know, agents in the industry that don't know how to write their own contracts? Go for it.
0: Aren't you supposed to say Willow or Pillow?
2: Remember?
0: I think I did. We can't really say that. Right with hello. Yeah. The one I was going to say, the other thing that Multiple Listing Service has done is um, really expanded what we can get on there now. Mm-hmm. Um, now, truly, we almost have multiple words that we can put on because we can do multiple photos and as many photos as we want, which mm-hmm. we used to be. It used to be 18. And then I think they went to like 25. And that was like, oh, wow. We got to yeah. 25 photos. And I, it was just the capacity. Yeah. I believe, you know, that we just couldn't have that many on. But now, I mean, it's not uncommon to see people have eighty, hundred photos. I don't think that's the right way in which to do it. Um, you know, unless you, you see an, an angle of a living room set from seven different uh corners is not uh is not interesting and you don't get the people to uh what you want. But some people
1: just put every Let's picture on go- there are you as a real estate agent in charge of entertaining all the consumers that look at your listing or is it your job as a real estate agent to entice, intrigue and get people to inquire?
0: No. You got to get Big them in. Difference.
1: Big difference. And, and so when I always say that, I, I look at like, how are you getting people that are booking showings? Uh, there, there's times where I'll take down all my photos except for the listing photo and I'll put a picture of the kitchen in there, for example, and people get so mad at me, but then I get 10 showings that week. and we sell the house? You know, back when times weren't, you know, you multiple offer kind of a market. When we run more of a traditional selling market, I'm telling you, the more information sometimes that was out there, people shop on elimination. That's very common, right? So they eliminate, 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 eliminate. They don't add, add, add because they're trying to narrow it down. So a lot of people, you know, like I said, they're looking for a reason to eliminate you. And they, oh, wallpaper, oh, whatever. Oh, you know, one car garage, oh, whatever. And they'll just eliminate, eliminate. And also you're like, well, we're not getting any showings. But you have 300 photos on there and you have a virtual tour on there, you know, so I'm glad that the person that wants to see information can get it. But sometimes a little hint of a mystery is good because it creates that, you know, uh, urgency because I want to go see it. What, what are we missing?
0: Yeah. And another factor, when you talk about photos, because you're exactly right there. But when you talk about photos, I mean, if you have crappy photos online, you're not going to get much action. And I'll, I'll never forget and this was, gosh, this was only probably a year ago that we were going to look for some houses and they just, we just added this other one on because I really wanted to show them that like what an overpriced listing looks like because of condition. And so we go to the first couple listings and then we go to this one and it was not even the same house. It was, the pictures were so bad and they were taken by the agent. And I mean, the, and the house was definitely underpriced. We immediately made an offer that day and made it like you can't turn this thing down. Um, We went a little over full price, but no one else was going. But they were going to have an open house, and in open house, people would maybe you know what I don't want to waste the time of the realtor, but I'll go and look at it at that time, and then and it would have shot up and probably at least twenty five thousand more than what it was. But it was all due to the photos and, and being bad. So you gotta you gotta be careful on that end as well.
2: Agreed. All right, how about setting up showings? How has that innovated?
0: Oh, boy. Nick, oh. I'll tell you, I'm going to do the, the old part again. But what it used to be, even when my mom and dad were doing real estate, what you'd have to do is you'd have to call that company and say, yeah, I'd like to show your house. You'd have to go to their office and grab the key and mm-hmm. then go open it up and then bring the key back to the office so the next person could show it. Then all of a sudden we started getting lock boxes and now everything's, I mean, right from our MLS system, we can go in and book a showing. It shoots us back what it is. We have an electronic lock box on there. It it times us when we're in, it times us when we're out. You have to be updated every single day in which to be able to get in. So I think security's gotten a lot better. And um, planning isn't like three days in advance to figure out how you're going to go and get each key and do well, all that, because that's what they were doing. I was just going to
1: say that was, that was my biggest um, challenge was um, lining up the showings and you weren't zigzagging across town back and forth. Yeah. You don't think about it, but it makes a big difference when it's five minutes over, five minutes back, and then somebody can't meet your window, so then you have to stay on this side of town for another hour, and then you go back, and it was, it was a nightmare. And then that, and then as uh, everybody goes from having the King's Map book, um, to having MapQuest, and then MapQuest would print on all these sheets. So you'd have a stack of map directions like this, and they wouldn't cor- correlate. So then you'd have to run MapQuest from this address to this address, and and you know, and then you're trying to drive and not answer your phone and all the oh my gosh, it was crazy. So nowadays it's click click click. The consumer clicks it. We lay it out online. It literally tells you where to go, how to go. I have my team upload that right into my phone. So each address at the time, and then I click on the address, it has the actual, you know, obviously map directions. You click it. So I can be in my car and not even paying attention and say, take me to my next showing. And it, you know, 1234 Main Street.
0: Well, and that's a very interesting thing, what you just said, because that's exactly what realtors do. And when they're out showing houses, we don't have to go study it anymore. You know, all we have to do is get that address and we'll meet you there and then we'll figure out that house when we get there. But here's here's the trick. And here's a marketing thing um, for here's the agent thing. And this is what we do. And I think it's been it's been very, very um, well received from agents. But when we go on there and so let's just say Andy's going to go out and show a house. Lisa gets it set up for him and. At 4 o'clock in, he's got to be there, and he knows where it is, and he gets there, and he's been doing it for a long time, and he knows everything, so he hasn't even looked at the listing on on his phone because he'll be able to figure it out, but what he doesn't know is some of the intricacies of it that maybe the buyer has stalked that listing all day long looking at it, saw every single picture of it, knows exactly everything in that house, And then all of a sudden they come in and they start talking and Andy starts talking, well, this is this and that. And then all of a sudden they said, well, what about the hot tub in the basement? Oh, there's a hot tub? You know, because he doesn't know. So us as agents, once we get that, we call up that agent and just kind of give them a little preview of the house and give them some um, selling tips so they know it. because that's how we are we're always boom boom flying all over the place and now all of a sudden andy walks in he goes you know that this place is great but i'll tell you what they just put a new hot tub in the basement it's it's fully automated and it's uh, a walk up to the lower back it's going to be awesome maybe something he didn't see on the photos makes andy look good makes him look smart and the other thing is is that he's uh, marketing my property better than the other ones that he might have been didn't know nothing about and was able to talk about so Um, those things, little, little, little tidbits are really important. Agreed. I was just one years old when my family started in real estate, where both my parents were agents. They also dabbled in investing in real estate, rentals, flips, and construction. After college, I went right into getting my license in July of 1990. As a 23-year-old agent in an industry that looks nothing like today, I had to know more for my clients to choose me. There wasn't Zillow or social media to tell them how good I was. I had to win them over with knowledge.
2: With knowledge comes confidence, and with confidence comes results. I find-
1: well, yours looks a little more produced than mine does. Well,
0: I did a little editing on that one, I'll tell you. Yeah. I yeah. have that, uh, that's that's a, a marketing video that I actually have that I made up a few years ago. So, um, yeah. and I got, the nice. I like at it. The end. what's that?
1: Some body wants told me the world is going to roll me. Wow. That's, I got excited seeing that one. Do it again. Some body will told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Now it that, is, yeah,
0: I agree. Well, you were just gonna say I agree.
1: That, that wasn't is, the sharpest tool in the shed.
0: Just, no, does that does that not uh, bring you back to your landscaping lighting days,
1: Andy? Oh God, yeah. I I I love things that make you go wow. You know, like and that's you can always do that with landscaping. Mother nature's pretty impressive, guys. And you know when you have the ability to accent something. And th- this was mostly hardscapes. But the idea of just the concept of walking on a dock and getting down into your sitting area where you can just chill out in the middle of your pool. And uh, of course, now cut scene, you can see guys cannonballing and, you know, getting water in there and it's half full of water and you got to call the maintenance guy to get it fixed. But, um, you know, it's a very cool concept. I
0: got to see that one more time so I can make a, a comment to see if I'm, I want to be.
1: some. Safe. Wants, told me the
0: world is gonna roll me. yeah that's cool i think that uh, i don't know if that's i don't know how super expensive that would be either looks like a lot of concrete um but it doesn't look like uh, there's filters and there's all of that other stuff but maybe there is i don't know but it looks like in a decent area as well because i think you you're looking for return i mean obviously it's super cool if if you're not worried about hey whatever it costs it costs but you know is it Selling that is the other thing. I, I
1: you watch. You know guys that. ever watch that uh, that show that uh, what is it called? Um, uh, Insane Pools. Yes. And uh, with that Lucas, whatever. Yes. I love that show because I think that's everybody's fantasy or a lot of people's fantasy is to have this like you know like Bellagio style pool in your backyard with grottos and waterfalls and lights and palm trees. And uh, I, I you know I don't know what the return on investment would be. For a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar pool in your backyard, but I'm guessing it's gonna be low. So if you're gonna live there, stay there long term, you might be better.
0: I sold. What I'm gonna take it off my wall here, but I sold yeah. a house. Yeah, that that's a pool. Dang, yeah.
1: that's beautiful.
0: Isn't that awesome? And it, then it's on yeah. the lake too. Yeah. Oh my goodness!
1: Super See cool that water. to me? Now, talk 25. about creating a lifestyle where you you live at your resort. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, super. Cool. I remember, remember we're playing out the innovation uh, thing, so rem- remember that for the rest of these ones. Okay, sorry.
1: I can just, I can just see the guy cutting all the holes in there <laughs>
0: with that one of those little hole punchers. <laughs> I think I think that's I think that's interesting. I think it's neat. I don't think you're uh, you're watching a movie doing that, but I think you're you're creating the privacy, but yet adding almost like photos. I think it's I think that was pretty cool. I, yeah, I would do that. I, would you do it? But would
1: you do it? I mean, we're do like
0: a room, a certain room. You know, maybe that. So if you were room. trying to
1: gain privacy, like you you have a busy road or something in the back, and you you don't want to see the cars, but you want the light to come through. That might be kind of a neat way to kind of screen it, not 100%, but screen it, you know, maybe yeah. 40 or 50%. Yeah, it's, it was um, interesting.
0: That's, that's two boxcars on top of each other that they created, put stairs in and, and made them a house. And those are super cool. I mean... Super yeah.
1: cool. Well, you know, what's kind of neat is that the recycling factor of it too, you know, where they're taking a, I think those were those old ship containers where they're, you can get them in 20 or 40 foot, you know, increments. And then they just cut out the welds and they weld them together. And it's um, from an innovation, like Nick was asking us, I think it's innovative because they're not just throwing it in a scrapyard or recycling it. You know, I think that's kind of cool.
2: So, so they reusing.
1: Um, Now, if I was going to build and by the time somebody figures out how to do that for you, and they charge you twice what a regular house costs you to do. I don't know if I'd be interested in it. But on the other hand, if you're up in an area where you couldn't get labor, you couldn't get materials, what a great way to make a, a shelter that's probably very safe and would last a very long time.
0: I think it'd be kind of cool on my when I get my Yellowstone Ranch to be able to have a couple of those out on the, you know, the secondary houses. Well, you know, I and of
1: course, yeah.
0: yeah. so I was thinking in my head
1: there. like plumbing. Think about plumbing. Think about electric. Think about all that other stuff that you gotta run through those walls. And I'm like, go on. So now you got a frame inside the unit. That's where my head immediately goes. It's like, well, how would you mechanically make this work? Heat, cool, whatever. Because now you got to give up half your container for you know internal um you know, furnace unit, AC unit. Cause I guarantee you they're gonna be hot as Hades in there in it's the summer.
0: Ranch. It's a ranch, you don't need that stuff, Andy.
1: Yeah. do you watch?
0: That door would that door would torture me every day. It would take too long to open and do it. And I mean, I, I don't I think that would get old.
1: So Very I agree expensive. with you a million percent. The first dramatic open would be like, oh my God, that's so impressive. And then you'd hate it.
0: Yeah. Super cool for a video, but that's about you it. You
1: know, um our good book.
0: Morning, neighbor. <laughs> I've seen those before. They're super cool. I just wondered, uh, you know, the leaking of them and all of that kind of stuff if it, it'd be too much. But it's pretty, well, that's you know, pretty bugs,
1: cool. Bugs, damp. Gar- I mean, a lot of times up on roofs, you know. But it, hey, maybe if you think about this, you have one of those on top of your container, on top of your ranch, on top of a mountain. Yeah. So that's the best view of the ranch.
0: So cool.
2: Hey, this next one is for agents and teams. I picked it specifically for, for Andy and his squad. So, you better be good.
1: <laughs> I want someone to love me. I need someone who needs me. Well, you you know they had their uh, family reunion this week, the Keller Williams agents. Oh, was it? Yeah, they they I think that's a first. Like they said, it's their first time in like two years. Um, yeah. Now now, Remax, we did not let uh, anything stop us. We had our conventions on schedule like normal last year. Um, <laughs> did not miss a beat. But um, that's cool that they're finally getting back at it.
0: Was that in Florida? Yours?
1: Oh, no, it's year? like Remax yeah, Orlando.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that which, was. I don't, I don't know how innovative that dance was, but uh, I Whoa. think
2: Andy would do it well. i gonna do,
1: yeah, I'd fit in.
2: Hi, guys, hey. we're going back to the game time. We're gonna sell this home, it's an innovated home, Barn Dominium,
0: <laughs> Barn Dominium, right there, baby. Hey, guess who, guess who has that one listed? I'm the one that found that one, just so you know.
1: Oh, I don't know
0: brent anderson oh does he yeah so it's up how many in that? acres uh, is
1: that on for yeah. 1.4 million
0: i think these are really uh interesting they're typically you'll find them on um you know there's a lot of covenants that are out there that mm-hmm. uh stop you from building things like this so you gotta gotta get in the country which to do it but what a barn dominium is is basically it's a pole barn but they've made it into a house and uh they live in there and you pull in there and you're you know, it's it, it's pretty Should we cool. flip through some pictures. Yeah. Flip through some pictures there, Nikki. Sweet. Yeah. So it looks like more industrial type uh feel for it. How, nice cars? I'm not sure what the cars
1: have to do with anything, but
0: just like display cars, I would think, you know, like it's kind okay. of you can so have man and all that kind of stuff, yeah.
1: Okay. Theater kitchen
0: i mean you get big huge open wide spaces for sure oh gosh yeah i think that keeps with the whole car theme right there that tile does what i wish would have happened here though i mean obviously it looks new and it is new um and I think one thing that we don't see on here, we see the price at a million four ninety five. It started at a million nine ninety five.
1: Can I be honest with you a second here? So, um, first thing I would have suggested to this individual,
0: we hope you're honest. This
1: price range. We hope you're always
0: honest, Andy. You what? said you wanted to be honest here for a second, but we hope you're always being honest.
1: Okay, let me continue my honesty. Um, the ten ceiling sucks. That's a pole barn. I had that in my pole barn at the farm. Um, you you no offense, but if you're gonna go to 1.4, 1.9 million, um, that ceiling should be textured, it should be a different color, it should be an accent, not just a completion of the exterior of the building. Because that reminds me that it's a tin building. Like a lot of these barn dominions I'm seeing nowadays would have wood ceilings, or they'll have, you know, really um and I'm not I'm not saying that this isn't nice and somebody doesn't like seeing exposed screws in their ceiling because maybe they do. I'm not a fan of that. I just I would I would much rather have, um, especially in this anywhere close to this price range, um, you know, because Do I don't know how many acres of who the sell-
0: buyer is, though, that's purchasing this. I think it would be really loud
1: in there. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, and tinny.
0: But, yeah. Does not that play off of who the who the buyer is? I mean, what about those railings? You think yeah. you can get away with that, Andy, right there? No, the normal. Um, like I don't. I Campbell? think there's a
1: reason why it's not selling. But the what I was going to ask you was, um, how many acres is it on? A lot like like 100 or more
0: that's like 30 or 40 i think it was
1: okay so that you know that that probably gives you your you know 30 40 acres depending on where it is i mean that could be anywhere from you know 60 to 100 and 200 of that money the rest of it's all building i think that do you, do you yeah. think
0: that would be like uh like uh man cave for a a very rich person that would just use it as that's exactly what this is yeah
1: and you go up there and you go deer hunting and you you look at your collector cars and you smoke cigars and you know you smoke uh whatever rack of ribs and and have a good time and call it call it good but the i think at that price range though it's a it's gonna be a challenge um i mean it's cool don't get me wrong it's cool
0: well, look at the little campers outside too. Hey, see, he's boondocking. I told you, look at that. It's yeah. already a, But um, here's the other thing is that uh, what I would have really liked to have seen on this mm-hmm. is the layout. I can't figure out that place for the life of me. I don't know where the, that garage part is. I don't know where those cars are. I don't right. know if it's upstairs, downstairs, what it is. So this is where I think a Matterport type thing would really come into play and in yep. showing you kind of, what what the layout is so you know what you're getting because i can't even tell you know how many bedrooms there are in pictures well, but and you shouldn't be curious, able to tell what the house is basically let me that. ask you
1: a question if yeah. i said this this was 899 with 30 acres near the lake um would you would you be interested in it at 899 oh yeah i wouldn't really nope oh i, I mean I, you can, I think you can build cool. a apartment aminium and not use 10. You can build a barn to name and put some stone on there. You can put okay. some wood doors on there. I mean, there's.
0: Where's the stats, Nick? I want to see the. stats. I'm sorry.
1: I don't mean. To, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I'm just saying. Oh, I, there you we know.
0: go. So it's 5,800 square feet, five bedrooms, eight baths. So it's on. It's only on three acres. Okay.
1: Oh, it does have 100 feet on Gull, on Margaret? There you go.
0: 9,300 square. That feet. helps.
1: That helps a lot. I mean that that right there. The half the value is probably the lake lot. Then 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 it makes. Then I'm interested.
0: Well, it looks like it's off the – look at on that little that little lake that it – gotta...
1: Yeah, that's one of the best skiing lakes on Gull. It's long and skinny, and you can go back and forth. Um, yeah. Great lake. It's only three acres, though, Chris. It's not big acreage. Yeah. So you're paying for the lake and then the um, – no, that's kind of cool. I, I retract my, my uh, statement because I was misinformed.
0: Yeah. I did I did give you the old 30 acres.
1: I I now would pay $8.99 for it being on um Lake Margaret.
0: Masters well suits and sweets, but um it you don't feel that in there. I need I need to have a floor plan. If I had a floor yep. plan, I think that would really help us. Oh Andy, this is the this is the app you were talking about.
1: Yeah, yep. The New MLS system that went home. Yeah. Yep, pretty sweet. Hello, Andy. What up? Did you want me to show my trophies again?
2: No! Andy, so what do you uh, have a Sorry, grip with? Me, worse off with innovation in today's uh, real estate industry?
1: What, what, is, why, what is innovation? How is it hurting us? Yes. You know, I think innovation um, makes everybody feel like they can do it yourself, which is fine. Um, I think what you could do, though, is with innovation that we have, if you're using it to educate yourself so that you can make better decisions, hire better people, have a smoother process, I think then innovation is, is your friend. Um, I don't think the innovation that's available yet is to replace um, because I, I just don't think most people want to have this big of a decision 100% made based on just an app's opinion. Because we all know, just like WebMD, I mean, if it tells you you have cancer, you don't have necessarily have cancer. It's, you know, it's like you read it and you go, oh, my gosh, I've got this, 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 and this. And then, you know, it misinforms a little bit because it's trying to be entertaining. And so if you take the entertainment value out of um, a lot of these apps and you, um, I think most people, just like all of us, you know, you're saying, oh, hey, I wonder what a house costs on Go Lake. And then you go on an app and you start looking for houses on Gull Lake and eventually it comes down to where you're like, OK, it's, here's the range of what we're seeing for prices. And then, you, you know, you kind of hone in on it. But eventually you're going to say, I want to go to an open house. So you go to the open house and then you meet a real estate agent. And, you know, she or he is fantastic. They know the area and they're like, oh, you guys want a sandy beach? I've got to put you over here on the Gold Coast, which is this side of the lake. And then, you know, this has a really nice fishing side of the lake. This is the easiest access to all the upper lakes. And so all of a sudden, you're going to find an expert that will show their value. Um, Because I think that technology doesn't replace anybody anymore. I I think that's what the hopes for some people were thinking. But this is what I'm going to say. And this is, I'll tell you what, Nick, most people don't really understand this. All of the apps are charging the highest commissions, the highest commissions in the real estate industry right now. Fact. All of those they're charging maximum, so if you're looking for a fair price and representation and a good deal, real estate agents have already become the best deal in town because they take care of all the headaches, they guide you and what they're charging you is less than what all these apps charge you and what the you know the guaranteed offers and the whatevers are giving you you know that are seven to twelve to fourteen percent under what your house is really worth and I, I you know one of the other things too, you know Nick, and I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to do showings, I don't want to do whatever. If you go to the cabin one weekend, just one weekend or go to your friend's house or go travel whatever, you come back and you have an offer that's 50,000 over what you thought your house was worth, why would you not do that? Why would you not inconvenience yourself for a couple of days to make crazy amounts of money? And that's what I don't understand about and there's, you know, and I'm not I'm going to keep going for one second here sorry to do this, but so the other thing that I think is a big fallacy in our industry is when These apps are giving the impression that they're replacing, for example, a real estate agent. Okay, now real estate agents different because they take uh, a fiduciary um, to the consumer. Your best interests are more important than the real estate agents best interests. The apps don't do that. The guaranteed offers don't do that. The open doors of the world, the whatever their best interests. And and if you think about this, it says it right in their fine print. You know, they're not acting. they, They give the illusion that they're the same. They're not. They're acting on their own best interest. That's how they make money. They make money by you giving away your profit. Real simple concept. You give away. It's easy. Oh, it's so easy. Just have us come in. We'll clean up your garbage. Well, guess what? It probably just cost you ten grand to you know clean out your garbage, and you could have did it for fifteen hundred bucks with a you know one eight hundred get trash or whatever they're called. And you know, so that that's where I, I suggest you do spend two seconds to get that other opinion before you just you know cave in and say, hey, let's go this direction. With the easy. Um, what if you could say this weekend could we could make another thirty thousand dollars? I suggest you take a look at it.
2: Andy, what about uh new construction? Innovation and new
1: construction? You know, innovation, um, I guess you know, there's there's a lot to be considered when it comes down to um the technologies that are being used are very going back to something as simple as like, like the framing lumber. Okay. And what, what's cool about framing lumber and a lot of people say Oh, they're cutting down trees. It's so sad. Here's, what's really cool. Um, That industry has been using one of the best renewable resources on earth trees. You take a tree down, you plant it by the time, you know, you come around again, these forestry industry experts have the forest set up just like, just like crops. So if you take my screen here and they go across the top, they go across the middle, they go across here. Over the course of taking down that forest, let's say it's over 100 years. By the time they get to the bottom, the top is already 300 feet high again. And and a lot of it has to do with um, sustainability and it produces oxygen. And, you know, there's a lot of cool. So anyway, the most efficient, economically friendly thing to do is to buy dimensional lumber. Now, there's arguments of how far the lumber had to come to get to yet that. That's that's for another day. But the idea there is, is that it's renewable. It's a renewable resource. So I like that. Um, You know, innovations with technology are very simple. And what's funny is that it went from being hardwired for years where we had all these, you know, you wire your electric, you wire your uh, alarm systems, you wire the speakers. And now everything being wireless, it's actually held back innovation, Actually, I think, because a lot of these you know, smart home automation systems and whatever are wireless. And so, you know, wireless cameras, wireless speakers, um, you know, wireless alarm systems. And so what happens is it, it kind of took away some of that innovation and actually kind of took a step backwards, even though, you know, um, things like ethernets and, and high-speed connection is probably one of the number one concerns people have when they're looking for new builds. The, the first thing they ask is, what's the, what's the access speed here? What's your you know your bits per whatever um, clicking at, so I can you know work from home or like like your buddy here in the picture is doing a virtual. You need to have speed for that.
2: Awesome. Well, let's save your voice, Andy. Um, after the casino, we don't want to have you have no voice for the rest of the day. Make sure to uh, leave a review, like, comment, a heart. Uh, we post three digestible clips every week on Facebook. And uh, have a wonderful day, Andy. Good to see you, Nick. Be safe.